podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Lewis Arthur Boxing Social in association with Empire Fighter Store and William Hill. Delighted today to be joined with Ben Shalom. We've just concluded the weigh-in, both of them coming under the £160 limit, both coming in good shape. Um, how are you feeling about this one? All the fight week build-up, it's finally here. Yeah, been a, the promotion this week has been incredible. The, the, the interest in the event, thousands of people literally at the weigh-in. This is a Manchester fight, Manchester night, with neither fight from Manchester, and the interest in the event is, um, is crazy, much more than the rematch. I think just seeing Chris so comfortable at the weight today, he's ticked every box, and I think that was the biggest question, was I think when you fought all your career and made millions of pounds and not really fought the fights that maybe the fans wanted to see or maybe maybe we wanted to see um, that can only lead to complacency I believe and I think we've seen that in, in Chris's career in terms of the way he's prepared and the way he's not had trainers and the way he does things and and when you fight a fighter like Liam Smith who was definitely underestimated the first time who is world class it you get found out and that's the marked difference and anyone around him I, you know Ronnie Davis who's who's been around him all his life has never seen Chris like this he is locked in he's left no stone unturned Liam will always come in prepared professional on weight relaxed and so we're going to see a great fight and, and, and may the best man win there won't be any excuses this time absolutely like you said there with you talking about Eubank Nair, sort of all, the, the narratives that always credit, he's never really taken stuff seriously, this and that. Do you think this the knockout would have woken him up and you know now he's got a new trainer? He's got all these other things to, to think about now where his, you know, his ego would have had a massive ego death after that. I think, yeah, I think, um, I think he realises, look, there were easier options for him. There were. There were even fights where he could have earned more money, but he's probably at the stage of his career where... He wants to prove himself. He's had so many people, you know, he's never been a, a, a genuine world champion. He's always been a big name. And I think he will have known himself that that was a pretty devastating loss. And he wants to correct that. He doesn't want to be seen as washed up and finished. And that's why we're here today. And yeah, I, um, I know he's done absolutely everything he can. And I know Liam has as well. Liam's had to work really hard because he's been injured as well. But what a fight, what a night that we that we get to look forward to. And the the undercard, one of the best we've ever put on. And um, yeah, I can't wait. Absolutely. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, yesterday, obviously, those interviews came out. Joe McNally came out and said that the for this fight they've had no VADA testing. Um, and they, you know, you, obviously, you have to pay for the additional testing for VADA. Why haven't you decided to do that? And what was the option to not go for VADA? Look, in truth, it's nothing to do with money. I think. Um, it, it is supposed to be confidential, but the reality is both fighters have been tested multiple times. Both, test, both fighters have passed multiple times. I've spoken to Joe since. You know, the problem, I believe, is all the different drug testing agencies that are going on. We should be actually investing more in UCAD. Yes, maybe UCAD are under-resourced, and yes, maybe the board are, but we all agree that we need one unified body that are testing fighters and so when we get the trust and confidence from UCAD that they will be testing them multiple times up in leading up to the fight then what more can you do they're the ones that have the jurisdiction they're the ones that can ban fighters and we've seen the mess that it can cause repeatedly now when 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 others when when you're using other bodies and they don't have jurisdiction and they don't have the implementation and there's no uniform we don't know when we're going to get the results we don't know how how all of that kind of stuff and so it was a british fight it was between two british fighters and when we got that when we got the assurance the boxing team made a very i think the right decision 
and, and both fighters should be very confident going into the fight. You just said there about sort of you might think that UCAB might be under-resourced and all sorts of things like that. So, you know, why, why, why is the choice that you don't want additional testing? Like, like, like sort of, if, if it's like, if, the, you know, if, it's good, if everyone's clean anyway, then what's the problem in just having, in having additional testing just to sort of be careful and just to sort of make sure in a way? Because they've, got, they've given the commitment they're going to test multiple times and they're testing for all banned substances. What more, what more can you ask for? You know, that, that, that is, we should be celebrating this fight. We should be celebrating two fighters that have never failed a test. We shouldn't be talking about a, a, a fight that has nothing to do with anything that's gone in previous fights and we should be celebrating. They've both come in on weight. These are two professionals these are two guys that have given us entertainment on saturday night this is an advert for how good british boxing can be i'm very proud to just be involved in an event like this and, and an undercard like this it truly is one of the best events of the year the interest is huge let's celebrate that and be and be clear and safe that both fighters have passed every test and both fighters have been tested multiple times just last one from me when people hear things that you know they're not VADA testing can you understand why people may be concerned like sort of the, the, the public and everyone looking in where you realise that there is no VADA testing and is this the first I, what I asked you is this the first time that you know you, I know you said it's confidential but is it the first time that you've not used VADA VADA is, VADA is, is sometimes used is sometimes not used I mean I don't think people actually understand if I'm honest the fighters have been tested multiple times <laughs> they've passed the test what more do you want them to do? I don't think people understand, to be honest, how it works. I don't think people... Un- I think... I, I, I don't know what more anyone can expect. The solution to the drug problems in boxing is to have a uniform body that's powerful, strong, well-resourced, that tests test frequently, that the rules are clear, that the rules are uniform, that everyone's involved in the same thing. We've got one sport. The more fragmented it becomes, the crazier it becomes. And when both fighters are comfortable and when, when we get the assurances we need, that's how we make a decision and uh, it was the right decision. Ben, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. And all the best for tomorrow night. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.